thank you for tuning in. This is New GWC presenting to you Sit and Talk. So once again, we are back live in effect at New GWC here on Facebook Live with the Sit and Talk. Today's topic is going to be fulfilling your purpose. And so today I want to introduce you to some guests we have here today. You may know her, missionary Pamela Saunders over here on the far left right here. And then next to me is Sister Kimberly Williams. And on my right here, we have our pastor here at the church, Pastor Tony Darnell Saunders. All right, God bless you. And then right next to him, his beautiful wife, our executive pastor, Pastor Sylvia Saunders. Hello, hello. <laughs> so today we are going to get into fulfilling your purpose. And my, our special guest today is none other than our pastor. He's going to be here today giving us some good insight and information on how to fulfill your purpose. So, Pastor, what's going on? Thank you for coming here. Oh, things is wonderful. Weather is nice out there today. Yep. It's not as hot as it was yesterday. It's a little cooler, so that's good. Yesterday was you know, a little, little 80, a high 80, so it got a little hot. But things are wonderful. God is great. God is good. God is wonderful. Yep, so Pastor, tell us about purpose. What, what exactly is purpose? Well, first of all, well, I mean, you know, purpose is, depending on how you look at it, is what God created you to do. You know, and that's pretty much all of us, you know, the word, the word tells us that, that, that God blessed us and he put a purpose in us from our mother's womb. So that means from the beginning of it all, you know, there was a, there was a purpose that's inside of us. It's something that I, I call it as a drive, mm -hmm. a desire, and it's a fulfillment. And a lot of times when people feel like they got a void in their life, and I, I'm going to take this off. I'm, I'm fooling. I got both my shots. <laughs> I got both my shots, so I'm going to. You know, and, and we'll, you no, know, I figure we'll, we're distance enough. You know, I got my shot. So I'm going to take this off so I can talk a little clear. But, you know, primary is, you know, we ask the question, what is the purpose? And so how do you explain that? It's that feeling that you have deep down inside that you are designed or destined or feel like you should do something more than what you're doing. It's that, it's that, that, that pull on you, that desire, that want. You know, so a lot of time we are doing, you know, I don't know, I give you example, you're doing a job and you go to, you just go to work back and forth every day and you just, but you feel like you should be doing something else. And that's that purpose that's pulling on you. All right. So when you were talking and I'm sitting here thinking, waiting for us to go on, thinking about the purpose that we have with the sit and talk here, you know what I mean? It seemed like it took a life of its own. You know, it grew, it started off as an idea and then now we're sitting here talking. So I wanted you to explain, to elaborate on, like, how do we fulfill our purpose? Like, let me, sorry, let me reward this again. Like, how do we go about fulfilling our purpose? Well, that's, that's the, the illustration you gave about the set and talk and the purpose of the set and talk. See, that was when, when the set and talk came about, there was a mindset or what you want to do, okay? Uh, maybe meet, uh, reach certain people, help certain people do certain things. See, that is a, that's different between that purpose and a life purpose, okay? Because, see, you can plan out a purpose. For example, you decide you want to open up a sub shop. The purpose of that sub shop is to serve subs to the community. And so you try to find out by doing your research 
what kind of subs you think that the community like. For example, if you was in New York, your sub would be a different type sub than if you were somewhere in California. Because in New York, you got a different class of people, different mindset. So they're not going to, they're not going to probably want the same, the same type subs they do as somebody in New York. You know, for example, pizza. Okay, you know, if you, if you, did, if you make pizzas, you know, pizza in North Carolina, they may not, pizza may not be the thing. But in New York, pizza may be the thing. You know, and in New York, sauce may be the thing. In South Carolina, chicken may be the thing. You know, so the purpose is, depends on the situation. It may be different, but a, pur a purpose inside a personal purpose is a little different. It's hard to plan it. That's the first thing. It's hard to say, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to plan it out, bam, 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 bam. No, it, no th but that is what you should do, but it's harder to do that than it is to say, we're going to make pieces this way. We're going to put so many pieces of cheese on it. We're going to put so, many, so much bologna on it. We're going to put so much ham on it. You can, bologna. Bologna. <laughs> well, you, know, you know, they got pieces. What do you think about a piece that's got, uh, what's it got? Uh, pineapples on it. I think that is a crime. What? <laughs> a, pineapple, a pineapple pizza. You know, so they got pizza with everything. You talk about bologna? Yeah, they got pizza with everything on it. You just probably haven't seen one yet, but they got them there. Because, you know, I mean, you, you think they can put pineapples on it. What else they can they put on it? So how do you, so your question was, how do you achieve it? First of all, you really has got to know what it is. Okay. So I'm going to shoot that back to a question to the panel. Okay. Each, each one of you here in your mind feel like you was, you was created for a purpose. That God, no, you, you, just, you just wasn't born. You, there was a purpose in your life. Okay, so how would you go about trying to figure, no, you, you, you're trying to, trying to figure out what that purpose is. Everybody is born the same way. Okay, we all come out the same. We all, you know, come into this world the same. And we all leave this world the same. But you notice that there are certain, some people achieve more than others. Okay, you know, so... Why is that the case? Why did you know, your creation and you came about the same way as the CEO of a major company or the, 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 the owner of a major business or whatever it might be, okay? No, you all start the same way, but we end difference. You know, so how do you think you figure out what your purpose is? No, identifying it. What will see some of the things that you would know, I mean, we, there's probably people looking at us today or uh, listening to us is asking the same question. What is my purpose? Why was I created? What does, it, what does God want me to do? So how, would, how, you know, how do you go about that? First thing I think is based on your passion, whatever you have a passion for. Um, a, a strong desire, something that's constantly on your mind that you, you, know, you can't seem to shake it. And then you're trying to decide how to figure it out, how to work it out. I think, but it starts with a passion, I believe. Uh, I believe that your purpose is something that I was going to talk about the passion part, but I think I'll just add to that since she mentioned it. I think it's um, a little bit uh, something that gives you most joy, uh, because even though you you have a you could have a passion for something, you may not 
I mean, that passion may frustrate you in a way, especially if you can't seem to, as he said, plan it out. Because it's not easy. It's not easy to plan out. But we have to ask wisdom from God. And so he, he already gives us something in our lives that bring us the most joy. Now, it could be your job. It could be, you know, the jobs may, may be something that bring you joy. Your, you know, your relationship may be something that bring you joy. But that is not your purpose. It is something deep down on the inside of you that will cause you to go forward, even, even if you don't feel like it. And so um, when he asked how you fulfill it or what makes you think it's your purpose, uh, wisdom, wisdom from God. And a lot of times, and to keep from being so biblical about it, we do have to pray about that thing because it's a character already in us. And we have lots of characters. And so we have to seek God to find out which character brings out the most in us and that brings the most joy from us and that we will find will be our purpose so for me um listening to you and you say what you're passionate about and what brings you joy and seeking wisdom and so i'm thinking like if what if you're for me like have you're good at multiple things there are th different things you're talented at and you're good at and just trying to focus it down to one one thing but it's like it's several things that come out, you know, like maybe two or three things. And it's like I'm talented at different things. And it's like I don't know how, how do you just pick one and start from there because it seemed like, like you said, something that keeps nagging at you. And sometimes, like, wait, for me, is being creative, coming up with ideas, designing, fashion, things like that. And it's like it's different things. And so how do you? Yeah, narrow it down, focus on that without feeling like you're not um, right. <laughs> and you're not accomplished. You know what I'm saying? You pick one and then you build on the other one. Like, how do you pick one and then keep build, you know, build on the other one? So you won't feel like you not fulfilling your purpose or going after your passion. You know? Pastor? Yeah, you know, and that's, that's the major problem. That right there is really the major problem. But let's know, I heard the biblical, let's look at the biblical part first. When it comes to passion and doing what it is you're supposed to do, the biblical part, the narrowing down the biblical part about that is just the idea that if you're a Christian, you should fulfill your mission more so than the world. Because you have got, if you're saying you got God on your back, on your side, and God is with you, there shouldn't be any reason why a Christian shouldn't go forward with the passion, okay, and with the desire. So that's the, that right there is the biblical part. Then from that part, you realize yourself, wait, I, no, no, I've got an edge. I got God. Whatever it is you think you should do, you say, I got an edge. That is really where that biblical part comes in, and then the rest of the part should be go from there because passions and purpose, is, it's the same for everybody, fulfilling it from that point. Once you realize, I'm a Christian, God is with me. I'm going to succeed. Then it becomes, from there you do it. Because all the rest of it is the same as everybody else. Okay, so the rest of it is, first of all, how do you narrow it down? And that is the first part. That is number one. Number one is pinning down a purpose. You, know, you have to use, I like to always use the shotgun over a rifle. A lot of people live a shotgun life. Shotgun, you shoot it, and you got the pallets all over the place. A rifle, you aim. 
okay, at one target. See, the thing about a rifle, you can shoot a target from a longer range than you can with a shotgun. A shotgun, you got to be close up. A rifle, you could be way back. So when it comes to your passion, you have to take a rifle effect. You have to, to go in the world when you're figuring out your purpose. You have to make a difference. You do think you can do all these different things. You got all these, all these passions and all these desire. You have to pick one. Got to pick one. If you don't pick one and you're all over the table, all over the place, all over, the, you'll never get started. You never get started because you always spend too much time trying to figure out which one that you want to do. So that's number one. Number one, you have to do the tough job. Decide. Out of all of my passions, out of all the things I desire, this one I desire more than the rest. And then you have to figure out how to tie the other ones together. Pick it back, the, the rest of them, to that one. Okay? So, first of all, you pick the one. And that one has got, because that one that, is your, that you're really more passionate about has got to be the, that's the driving force for everything else. Because there is a difference between uh, a purpose and which is the passion, a true purpose that is driven by passion. It energizes you. If you're doing something that drains you, you're doing something you don't want to do, you're doing something you don't like, okay, you're doing something you, 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 you can't stand doing it, that is, not a, that is not your true passionate purpose, okay, because a passionate purpose energizes you, it drives you, and it, it moves you forward. It makes you want to, it makes you want to get up in the, the next morning. When you, a true passion, that is a p true purpose that is driven by passion, you can have the worst day that there is on that day, but when you go to sleep, you just can't wait to get up in the morning to start all over again. Because it, no, it energizes you. You, you. you think about it all night long. You just can't, you, you can't just wait to get, you know, you can't wait to get that day over because that day may have been bad. And you can't wait to get that day over just to start another day to give it another shot. So what you're saying is your purpose and your passion should be greater inside of you so that it's not like you're saying it needs to be greater. Like sometimes, you know how people say their purpose for life or is, you know, greater than um, themselves. Sometimes people, when I listen to people, sometimes motivational speakers and stuff, they say that their purpose has to be bigger. Like don't chase the money, don't chase, you know, the fame, but the purpose. So is that true? Well, it it is definitely got to be, it's it's definitely got to be bigger than all of the obstacles that's gonna come before you. Okay. It's definitely got to be bigger than the you know the, the hazardous or the things that's gonna hinder you. Okay, you know it, it it's really it's definitely you got to be you got to be able to see it bigger than your problems because you got you know if, if your problems is bigger than your purpose, what you looking at? You can look at your problems, yeah. but if your purpose driven by your passion, is bigger than your problems, you're going to look at what? Purpose. Your purpose. So when your problem looks like when something gets in your way, if you can see your purpose over your problems, you're going to do what? Push towards purpose. the purpose. Okay. Because so, when, you, when, you desire, when you got something you desire you want to do, things is going to come in the way. Yeah, okay. All kind of things is going to come in the way. So I think a good way to choose 
from all the things that you think you might be involved in that you like and you know that you say you're passionate about those as well I think the the best way to choose that is very is based on your strength and weaknesses uh, purpose has to have you have to have a strength behind that to fulfill the purpose so when you're going through all of those 10 things or more that you're passionate about and you're not really sure which one to focus on I think that was your original question which one to focus on is the one that you put the most strength toward because you will not apply uh, giving up you will not apply uh, you know, I can't do this. You will not apply, you know, it's not my time. You will not apply any negative feelings towards the things that you feel most strongly about because you're, that's where your strength is. And so in order to fulfill it, you have to have the strength to do everything that is attached to that purpose versus if it's just something that you, you like to do, you want to do, it's a help thing, it's a, you know, it's something that you, you know, part of it, that's not your true passion, that's not your true purpose, because you'll give up on it, you'll get tired, you'll decide not today, you'll decide, you'll, all those negative things that we apply, it will be that towards all the other things that is not your God-given purpose in life. Well, the one thing, and I just know, the Holy Spirit just revealed to me, purpose has, is tied to a season, okay, just like seeds are tied to a season. There are certain things, there are certain plants and flowers and fruit that grows in certain seasons. Okay, so for example, if you got several things you want to do, you have to put those things in the right season because they'll grow in the right season. So if you're trying to do something out of season, trying to grow something out of season, that can work. Now, I, I, I give you an illustration, and, and you also have got to set, set a course and keep at that course. I remember when, when I went to the job that I retired from, you no, know, when I went on that job, I went, when I first hit my foot, my feet in that organization on that job, and I looked around, and I saw the directors, okay, they had level of people there, they had the regular employees, they had different people, they had these group of directors, and they walked around with the student tie. they kept their hand clean, they, you know, they was making the more money, but they did the less work. So my when I when my desire my purpose my, that my season was I was going to be a director. I purposed in my mind. I had a passion to be there. And before I left that, my desire was before I leave that organization, I was going to be a director. So I you know figure out what did it take to be a director. And one of the things it took for me to be a director, I had to have a bachelor's degree. Had to have college because the requirement. I know. I looked at the job descriptions for directors. All of the directors in the company, the one that I wanted to be at one time, it, it read that they had to have a bachelor's degree in business management. So my purpose at that time, because the, the purpose and your purpose has to grow, has to be laid out, had to take the steps. You plan your purpose by the steps. So the first purpose a bid for that final purpose was I had to get that bachelor's. So I focused on going to college, social degree, bachelor's degree, so on and so on. So going to college, though, wasn't easy. A lot of obstacles kept coming into your way, in my way, about completing the classes, not want to do some of the classes, you know, and all the different things that come with going to college and not feel like doing the work. But I, I, I was driven because of the major purpose of being a director. 
You know, so after I achieved that point, I went on and I kept achieving different points. I kept achieving the different points. Before I left that organization, before I retired from the organization, I finally received that promotion to a director. Okay? Because that was the final, the final purpose with that. And so I decided no matter what it took, that's the, that, 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 was my, that was my passion, that was my purpose. And you know, so it took a season to get there. But during the season, I had to keep planting, sowing, tilling the ground. Tilling the ground and sowing is doing, and watering the, watering the ground. That's, tilting is going to college. Sowing is doing the classwork in college. Watering the grass is getting the grade to finish college. So whatever your purpose is, there is a season, first of all, and then there is, there, the purpose is the seed that's going to got to grow. Realize, that's the, the purpose is the seed. Whatever that, whatever that purpose is, that's your seed. So you got to look at it the same way that a farmer does. You got to till the ground, you got to fertilize the ground, you got to water the ground, and then you got to get the weeds and all this stuff. The weeds is the problems. Okay, that keeps it from growing. That's the weed. The weeds are the problems that keeps whatever it is you're trying to do from growing. So you got to weed it. You got to move these problems out. And sometimes the problems are us. Fear is a weed. Understand that. And like they said, weeds are one of the hardest things there is to kill. Weed around your yard and in your house. You pull that thing up, it what? Comes back. You pull it up, it comes back. That's the same way fear is. Fear is a weed in your garden of your purpose. You got to cut it out, but you got to realize the one thing about the weed, you know, one thing about the weed, you got to, you know, I put, uh, every year I have to put that round up. No, round the trees, round up. It kill weeds. Okay, weed killers. Every year. Okay, I put, I you know, round certain things, I spray down round up to kill the weeds. But at when, it's, when, it's, when the summer is over with and the winter time comes, make sure, guess what? They come right back. So what? And so if, if I want if I want to get rid of weeds, I got to do what? The same thing I did last year. I got to be willing to go buy some more weed killer. And that happens every year. You got to get some weed killer for fear. Because you think you have gotten rid of it, it's going to pop back up. So you got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep see your purpose in front of you. And you got to do all the things. And so you have, to, you, have, you have to realize what is the soil? What is the water? When I say that, the pieces, for example, your, the finances may be the soil. Okay? And so you have to figure out what is the pieces that's going to make your purpose that you want to do, the things you want to do, grow. Okay? And, and, and so you're doing all this. Then when the season comes, it will grow. But you have to you have to first of all figure out what it is, and then figure out what's your soil and what about all the what are all the things. And then figure out what is your weed? What is your fear? What are you afraid of? Because first of all, we go back to what I said beforehand. As a Christian, that fear shouldn't stop you. Not saying it won't 
be there, but as a Christian, it shouldn't stop you. So what's some weed killers we can tools we can use being a, <laughs> okay, being a Christian? Let's, let's, so what? let's take some, let's you know to help this out. Let's take some, let's brainstorm for a minute. Okay, it may not be your purpose because there's somebody out there asking the same question. You got a purpose. What's the sword? What's the weed? Okay, that's you know, what is the feel? Okay, so let's, 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 let's brainstorm and help somebody today. Let's take a purpose. Let's take a purpose. And let's see if we can walk through it. Before we take a purpose, let me ask a question. Is your God-given purpose different from your purpose? It is your God-given purpose. Your okay. purpose is your God because you got it from I mean, God. I asked that because you gave an example of, like, you know, your purpose was to achieve, you know, directorship. You know, would that have been God's? purpose in your life that you achieved that or is that a goal is that purpose was that purpose a goal in your life or was that your god-given purpose okay where the wisdom come from his purpose for your life i'm asking you the okay well i'm gonna say i'm gonna answer the question this way where where (laughs) where does wisdom come from it comes from god but i'm just i I just want to say that I, i brought that up because i know that with you know we may have somebody out there that's saying i'm achieving my purpose in life I'm achieving, you know, I'm doing, I reached my goal, and I set another goal, and I set another goal, um, but in the end, is that the one that God would have you to do? I asked that because when you were talking about the job, and as a matter of fact, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, did God give me this topic for the, the topic today? Uh, because when I received that text from her, fulfilling your purpose, I was like, oh my, here we go again, because my subject and title uh, for my sermon tomorrow is God's good purposes for your life. And so as I was preparing that and she sent the text, I was like, I need to change my message because the partners here on the panel are the partners in the church on tomorrow. So they're going to be hearing my, <laughs> my same responses on tomorrow. But that's why I asked that question is because I had written in my sermon uh, similar to what you were just talking about, the job that I had. But I realized that that was just a goal I wanted to achieve. And God cut that off. And he cut it off because that was not a true purpose. That was not my God-given purpose. I have realized that my God-given purpose is one of my strengths. And one of my strengths is giving. I love to give above all else. And I thought, you know, on this job, I love my job. You know, it gave me strength to get up and go to the job and do what I did because the original part of my job was giving. I was in a position where I had to help all directors, all superintendents, all supervisors, and all employees. That was my job. And in order to perform that job, I had to be a very giving person of my time, of my knowledge, of my experience in order to be successful in my job. So now... When that job changed into another position and another job that did not allow me to show those strengths, it put me in a position that I was grateful for and wanted to be, but God cut that position out. And he brought me back and I retired and gave me even more strength and opportunity to do the things in the church. And I'm not saying that your God-given purpose is church work. I'm just saying that that opportunity showed up in my food pantry. The ability to give more, to, to, to make people change lives through my giving. That, indeed, I was like, okay, so this, this, this goal I had, 
to achieve the position that I had, what, you know, it, it wasn't continued. It, it, it ceased. It, what, that was the season for that, and it ended. But like I said, but I didn't have it. a goal. I didn't have a goal to come here and do full-time ministry with a food pantry. But the that season, was but that wasn't the season. <laughs> that, but that's just what you said. You just, you just hit on again, I mentioned before. It is, it is season, okay? That purpose, that purpose you had, first of all, was for that season, okay? So but God gives purposes about, for a season. But that purpose, in, it, in essence, showed up in that job. That main God-given purpose for me is giving. And so that may be given in that season, and that ended. Now, the giving in what I do now is still my God-given purpose. That's what I'm saying. So that God-given purpose, I believe, should be attached to no matter which, how seasons end from one goal to the next in your own personal life. I believe that true given purpose uh, roots up or not root up or sprouts up and grow up in whatever task that you're going forth in. Well, in elevation, okay. Yes. You 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 come. You that are helps you in yeah, that, elevated. That you are already that wondering. You already born with the purpose, but purpose is elevation, okay? Because that's what God wants to do. God wants to elevate His yes. people. Yes. So what it does, the question was, is, is it a God-given purpose? Anything in your life that elevates you, move you from one level to the next level to the next level to the next level, is a God-given purpose? Because that is God's purpose for us that we grow just like everything else grows in the season everything the birds the bees the flower everything has got a season and it grows so you know so that that is that that is the purpose whatever it is whatever it is that you have in your life that you're doing at that season it is given to you by God no we don't none of the stuff that we do comes up of us no, these, these mindsets and these thought processes, these things you want to do, because it comes from us. It comes from God. Okay? They know things that elevate us and grow us. That comes from God. You know, especially things, but you know, things that other things, for example, you know, uh, uh, trying to, you know, have the best marijuana feel. <laughs> that's, a, that's a different story there. You know, but, but. It's a goal. It's, it's, and it's a goal. So you're talking about goal. We're talking about purposes today, not goals, okay? You know, right. the difference is, is if you got a goal to do something, but if you got to you know, it's different between having a purpose to do something, okay? A purpose is fulfilling something that's going to move you to a next level. You can have a goal, and that then you finish that goal, you know, it doesn't move you. No, it's just, no, you go on to the next one. You know, getting a, getting a, 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 a playing football and getting a touchdown, when you're playing football, getting a touchdown is a goal. But does it make you stronger? Does it grow you? Okay. I mean, because just running one, running one, no, touchdown doesn't give you the muscles in your leg that it does by doing the exercise. Okay. But that, foot, that, that touchdown was a goal. Now, if you want to build your muscles in your leg, you got to run more than one. It did not necessarily have to run a foot to get a uh, uh, a touchdown. You got to run, 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 run. That has to be your purpose and got purpose to need to have, no, have purpose to have better health. You got to do more exercise. You may just have a goal to do 10 push-ups, but it's not necessary one time. It's not necessarily going to make you what? Healthy. After you achieve the 10 push-ups, are you in the healthier than where you were before you did the 10 push-ups? No. 
but it was a goal and you achieved it. Purpose, to do 10 push-ups every day. No, do 10 push-ups every day for 365 days a year because you want better health. That is a purpose. So it's you being intentional about it. Exactly. Okay. And while you were talking, because you were asking, I wanted to ask Ken, since you said, like, your purpose is your God-given purpose, does pain, when you have pain or trauma or, you know, disappointment in your life, does that serve a purpose too? Or can that be part of your purpose? It's a part of the weeds that you have to pull out. Okay. It, it is a part of the pains and the different situation that you have that comes with trying to achieve your purpose. And that's why I said you're trying to find, you got to find your weeds. You have to pull the weeds out. Okay, if you got, you know, if you got, uh, you know, doing something and it's just not working out and you got the pain from doing it, you have to pull a weed. I would give an illustration. I mean, an illustration. I used to know, you know, talk to folks and, you know, person had a business and this person needed some finances for this business to keep this business going. Okay, need no financing to see your business not necessarily make it. That brings what? Pain. Especially if it's you no, know, yo, it's something you really, really want to do. You got a passion for it, and you want to see this business grow. But you see this business dying because you can't come up with the finances to keep the business going. That's pain. That is a weed. So that individual had to figure out how they you know they everything they tried they couldn't get the finances. Okay, they, they, they couldn't. So this individual had to find out how to pull his weeds. This person, this individual that I'm thinking about, sold the house they had. They come up with the finance, and they moved into a trailer house. Gave up, sacrifice what they had because they had a bigger purpose and a bigger dream, and they, had, and they knew that the finances was the water, the fertilizer, turning the soil over. And, and so the weeds was, trying to, was not having the finances. So they pulled the weeds. By selling what they own to put more to feed what they was trying to grow. And this person moved into, uh, uh, actually moved into a trailer place that didn't have lights, didn't have running water, didn't have none of the luxuries and stuff that his house had. But the business that he was trying to build was more than just a mindset. It was a living thing in his mind. Your purpose has got to be a living thing. It's got to be like a baby that you got to nourish. You got to give it milk when it's hungry. When it's crying, you got to feed it. When it's crying, you got to change it. That is what you, that's how you got to see your purpose. It's a living thing. And you got to do whatever it takes to keep that living thing alive and growing. So if those things that you mentioned earlier, um, Kim, is choices made by our own actions, and we don't recognize that even though we made those choices based on our a actions, that it resulted in something we felt that w it was not good for us. We have to realize if it was our true God-given purpose, then it was indeed. And so you have to have uh, a mindset that is God's will. And that's what he did. Accepting the pain of the fact that, you know, the frustrations re resulting in the, the loss, lack of finances um, that caused the pain he still had to realize that what he was going through was God's will. In order to achieve his purpose, he had to make the choice uh, that is your will, God. 
and so I'm going to move forward. I might have to move backwards in life to move forward in your will, but that's what he did. So that pain was a result of him making the choice that is part of God's will. Then when we have pain, pains in our life and we don't, we don't choose to accept that, you know, God knows all things, God is going to fulfill the purpose of your life in spite of what you think. We may be wandering from here to there to there to there, but the God-given purpose, God is planning to achieve that because that's his word. He said he will achieve the purpose he has for you in your life. He will fulfill that. So, you know, if he, once he recognized that that pain was part of God's will, then he could move forward. If we don't, if we don't accept those challenges, those weeds as part of God's will for our life, then we can't move forward in our, in our purpose. Pastor, can you go back to the exercise? You do you remember? Yeah, I, was, I was saying that <laughs> if, we can, if we can if we can walk no full no pull a purpose. Let's say no find in your mind a purpose that you want to try to do, and then step through it. Okay, you know, for example, you no know, want to open a restaurant. What are the steps? Okay, you want to start a business. You want to step because you know purpose is all over the place. You know, we could we could say these things, but you know. What is, you know, first, like I said before, you got to figure out what the purpose is. And then once you figure out what the purpose is, then you got to you move forward with it. For example, you know, I noticed that Mr. Mr. Salazar here is, is going deeper than into her uh, Murray Kay. Okay. And how long have you been in Murray Kay? Well, I, this is my, I think, my third time. <laughs> but this time, after I got sick and was retired, wasn't doing anything. I just started, I said, I tried to do it before and I was doing really good with it. But then I took another step where I was working and started working so many hours that I couldn't really focus on it. So I stopped it then. But this time, uh, like I said, this is my third time I think and I came back in in 19 and I said, I'm gonna really focus on it and I'm gonna really do it. And when I started with Facebook, because uh, when the pandemic came, you know, you couldn't go in anybody's houses. They didn't want you in the house. You didn't want to go in their house. They, you didn't want them in your house. So I had to find another way to focus on it. So um, started going on Facebook and Instagram and really just going at it this time. And really, I know I can do it. And I'm really working it, really working it this time. Yeah, because the, it, you know, look, when you think about Murray K, you know, Murray, it's, you don't have some of the problems that you may have with other business. You know, you don't have to have major finances. Exactly. You know, that's one. You don't have to have major finances, so you don't have to go to somebody's bank and try to get them a loan. Right. You know, it is something that you can do on a low key. It, it, and it's one of these things, Murray K is, you know, the major thing, because there's a lot of folks that does make Murray K. The key thing that makes different between one Murray K distributor and another one is focus. Printing down, determining your mind that I am going to focus and do all the things because it's, it's, it's making that connection with a customer. That's the key thing, making a connection with the customer. So the weed is, pulling the weed is, finding the different ways to make that connection with a customer, because without no customers, you're not going to what? Sell anything. Without a customer, you're not going to sell. So you have to find out what is the best way
for me, and like you said, with the, with, the, with the virus, getting in people's face is hard to do today. So now the key point had to come up. The ones who are doing great in Murray K and all these other multi-level marketing people is realizing your mind with the technology we have today. You can get in people's face without actually being face-to-face. But you got to be willing to do it. You have got to Facebook, 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 Facebook. No, Instagram, Instagram. You can't Instagram and have Instagram. You can't Facebook and not Facebook. You got to focus on this thing. With Facebook is your Facebook, Instagram, and everything else, you eat, sleep, thank it. And when you get that point and you sign yourself, I'm going to eat, I'm going to sleep, and I'm going to thank it all the time. So every opportunity I get, I'm going to be on Facebook, I'm going to be on Instagram, and I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm in anybody's face or not, but the result shows when people start to inbox you and say, like, you know, how much does this cost? Okay? So that's the weeds you pull. The first thing is your focus. And your, and your water, your fertilizer, and your soil is focused in a business like that. And constant focus. Continue focus. Okay? Does, that, does it bring you joy? Does it make you energized? I started, well, when I first started using Mary Kay, I was in high school. And from that point on, I always like taking care of my skin, and and I always I always love the products. So every time when I saw a little box and somebody said you want to join, I didn't even know the lady. I said okay. She came to my house. I signed up. So and I always like I said, I always love the products, and I like the way people feel when they start using it. They always say, oh, my face feels so good. My ex sister in law Renee. She lives in North Carolina, and I'm always sending her products. And she's always calling me, girl, this feels so good. I really like this. And then when you start bringing people in, and they start selling to people and meeting new people, it's just, I, I like, I love it. I really do. And you see, somebody might think, Murray Kay, a God-given purpose? Yes. Okay, it may not be for everybody. Some people get in Murray Kay just to think they can get rich. Okay, <laughs> I mean, they're they, they, they going to get rich because there are some rich folks in it. You know, the really, really rich folks in it, you know, like Mayfield, what's her name? I mean, she rich, very rich, and they flying all over the world, you know. But, you know, it is for other peoples. It's a passion. It is to helping people. It is making, just to think about it, making somebody feel good because they feel good about themselves, you know, in life know how miserable life could be, but they feel good about themselves. They feel good about themselves because they look good today. They skin feel good today. They can walk on water today because they use some Mary Kay. I think you just got another promotion over here. <laughs> and, and, and you were the one that gave it to them. Okay. No, so I'm, I'm serious. So I mean, not feeling good. See Pamela's on that. <laughs> but we have to see that, well, it's whatever it God gave us, first of all, He gave it to us not for us. He gave it to us for somebody else. If it, our purposes are not for us, that's the first thing we got to be. Our purpose, understand, it's not for us, it's for somebody else. And so we got to not be afraid to give what it is that He gave us for somebody else. And when you do that, 
whatever it is, it will grow. You will, you will achieve at it. Uh, yeah, you had a question or a comment? Because I gotta Go piggyback ahead. on that question. W that last statement. Say that again. What's that? Giving. So giving to somebody. Yeah. If you're not giving, what? What did you say? I don't remember. <laughs> you said it's not ours. It's for it's, 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 a, it's for somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not your purpose. It's not for you. It's for somebody yeah. else. I, I I wanted to piggyback on that, Pastor, because I was thinking as we all were talking and sharing, I was thinking about you know, making disciples. Oh, yeah. Making disciples for God. Why is it that that's difficult for us? Why is it that we're not able to go out there and help make a disciple? The Bible says that if, you know, that he will uh, draw them, you know, he will lift them. But the, the thing is, you know, we are the tool for that. So, why are we not? Is it, we feel that that's not our God-given part of our purpose, God's purpose. I mean, we're, <laughs> he made us, he saved us for a purpose in that light, when you look at it like that. So if we were designed to bring other people into the family of God, then, you know, and it's not for us, right? So that, that, that purpose is not for us at all. So why are we not putting effort towards that. Is that something that you think that people don't have joy about or don't have a passion for or what, what lacks? Well, what lacks in us that keeps us from being the best disciples that we can well, be? What's, right, which is our, our purpose primary as a what, disciple. What happens is because of you know, so much is in the world today, we don't see discipleship the way we used to see it. Because we got you no know, so many other things that we want to do, but we got to realize that you no, know, you do that discipleship make make it easy. American district uh, director can can build discipleship, especially if you are a Christian. Okay, especially if you are a Christian, those two go together. That and that's discipleship because you can share. We try to we try to separate discipleship from life. And it shouldn't be something. What are we doing? Because discipleship is only sharing the Christ in us. It's not, it is not an individual thing where you're separating and go out there trying to win. You win people to Christ by what you do and who you are. So if you are a good person, you are a loving person, and if you are Mary Kay distributor and you're showing people the love of God while you out there helping them make up and do all this stuff that you do as a distributor, you are doing discipleship. Because that love of Christ, that, you sold, that seed that you sold to somebody who may not go to church, will probably start going or learn, feel more about Christ. Okay, so it's not discipleship life. It's both together. So let's do this, Sister Kim. Okay. okay let's Pastor. do this for a minute, Sister Kim. You said earlier that you had all kind of different things that you would like to do. Okay. That you, that you feel good at. You can't. Okay, a bunch of them. Okay. So let's take those things that we would imagine taking all those things, write them on a piece of paper, put them in one, and stirring up which one you think will float to the top. One of them got to float. They all, if, all, they all shouldn't float to the top. <laughs> okay, they shouldn't. Uh, honest, I'm just going to tell you okay. like it is. They all shouldn't float to the top. One should float to the top. So in your mind, 
Okay, they, like they say, the first word that comes to mind, they say that's the best way to do it. The best way to do it is the first word that comes to mind, you say that one. So when you think about all of them, the first word that comes to mind, what would float to the top? Okay, and that is consist of doing what? Right before I came in, like I put this drawer out with all my stuff in it. Um, it's a bridal magazine, fashion magazine, and I want it to be a Christian magazine. And um, I've already I got all my plans, like the articles, the photo shoots, the woman interview, the questions. I have all that written out. I want it to be a Christian fashion bridal magazine. That's how I want it to be. I don't want to be, I, I, you know what I mean, featuring you know African American women. I mean, I don't want to limit it to African-American women, but I want it to be, to give us something when we see us, you know what I mean? You don't have to be provocative or anything. You can still be dressed up, covered up, bridal wear, during the engagement wear, like everyday wear, fashion, high fashion. And I guess that's what I want to do. I love fashion. So, so you got that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first thing you have to have before you try to do everything else is soil. Okay, if you look and you say that, what would be the soil? What would be the, the, the thing that you, what would be the soil that you would grow that seed in? Yeah, what would be the soil? All the folks that get married every year. Oh, okay, okay. Prize. That is your soil. And people get married every day, every year, over and over and over again, okay? So even in the pandemic, yes. people even even in, in this with this virus going on, people are still getting married. They still find a way to get married. Okay, so that is your soul. Okay, okay. your seed is the company that you want to grow. The soul is brides. It's not grooms. If it's a bridal, the focus is brides, not grooms. Some people they got a bridal, they want to focus on bride and groom. But a true bridal is focusing on the bride. Making the bride feel the best, making that bride, that her day, the best day that she ever has. Because she only know that's the best day she ever had. So that's your soul. Okay. So then you got to figure out what are the, some of the, you know what your seed is, you know what your soil is, and you're watering it, and you know, it, the water it is just getting in their face. Finding how to get connected with the bride. Facebook has got bridal groups. I'm a, I got two or three bridal groups that I'm a part of. You know, they you know, promote stuff, okay? So you got that on there. And then other places, you got brighter group. So what? So now you got to figure out what is your weeds. The first weeds going to be is, it's going to be fear, okay? And honestly, because, no, because the bottom line should be is, why not start this thing today? Why not? Why I'm not doing it today? Because first thing pops up, the, the fear, I'm not going to be able to get the money to do it. I'm not going to do I'm not, all these, I'm not going to be able to do. Okay. That what keeps you from starting it today. You know, like when you walk out of here, you do it. Okay. If you get past all of the fear that keeps you from doing it, then you do it. You don't worry about all the other world. Okay. I got I to gotta have this type of equipment. I got to have all that equipment. I got to have all that. That is the weed. The weed is the printing equipment. Well, how do I get it? How do I pick that weed? Okay, all the things that goes with getting that business going. But see, you start that business by getting the license. 
That's how you started. Just getting the license. You ain't done nothing else yet. Okay, you got the license. You also started by being, if you're going to be, uh, 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 if you're going to be sole proprietor, you're going to be an LLC. Okay, then you're sole proprietor. You got nothing else to do from there. Okay, okay, you got the license. You got the sole proprietor. You're going to be a sole proprietor. Okay, because no, this is yourself. So, no, so though now you just you now you have got a business. You got a business. Primary, you got a business. Just because you ain't got no money coming in don't mean you got a business. <laughs> just because you ain't sold the first magazine don't mean you ain't got a business. Okay. In your mind now, you got your business. You got a name for it? You already mentioned your name. You got a name, you got a license, you're sole proprietor, you got a business. You have got a business. Now you got to start growing. That so you now you get now you got you've been pregnant you've been pregnated, okay. Then you got to you no you you deliver it because this has been <laughs> you already been to the delivery room, okay. okay? <laughs> now you got this little baby. Now your focus got to be on how to get this baby to grow. All the things that it takes. And that's what you have to do, first of all. Next is you write down all these things. These are all weeds. How much money you need? What kind of supplies you need? What this, this, this. Then you got to figure out how to pick them. Anyway, how to pick them. No, and you may, in some cases, okay, what, I can, what can I do with $100 compared to $5,000? You got you to let it grow. You gotta, if, if you're at the point where you can only let it grow small, then you have to do that. Take the baby steps. If I got $50, I can do one magazine. I got $50, I can do five magazines. Okay. Well, my Put magazine five. is just paper printed, right. and I'm giving that Give out. Give it out. Okay. It may not be bind. It may not be in a book. It may not be on glossy paper. It's just paper printed. And I have distributed my first magazine. Where is a bro Okay, so Nanny, you got your first <laughs> magazine. Where is a bride going to see it? A bride ain't going to see it in a barbershop. But where would a bride see it? Okay. Okay. No. You go. So you find out. You, that, right. Uh, doctor's office for women's. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Okay. So you have to focus. You have to bring it. Right now, it is. Your, right now, your business is like this. Wide open. You got to bring it in like this. You got to bring it in narrow. Bring it into a particular no. Bring it into what you can do now, to what you can do later. Okay. Be patient with myself. Right. Exactly. Okay. You got to focus. You got to be not all all over the place. You got to bring that thing. You you shooting a shotgun right now, hoping something stick. Amen. <laughs> Lord, give me the rifle. Give me the rifle. <laughs> and you know what I was thinking also, some of the other things that you do might. Roll, yeah, exactly. Roll into what your passion really is. Okay. You know, the different, like you said, you like to um, coordinate things and put mm -hmm. things together. They all might bind into the magazine, exactly. you know. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it, Pastor. So if you're in need of a counselor, somebody to help you with your business, you can turn to our pastor right here, Dr. Saunders. He has his website, his page on Facebook. So that's our time today. Once again, 
I want to thank you all for tuning in. This is Sit and Talk, and our talk was fulfilling your purpose. And um, Pastor, I want to ask you, could you pray out for us? I don't know if I'm going to invite you all tomorrow to the sermon or not. <laughs> come, come to the sermon. Oh, but no, in addition to all Sit and Talk, we'd like to invite you to New GWC. We're located 3025 South Military Highway in the city of Chesapeake. One of my God-given purposes is to invite you today to join us here at New GWC 3025 South Military Highway in the city of Chesapeake. Amen. I just know who was out there listening, realized that God has given you a God-given purpose. So the key, a lot of times the key thing about doing that purpose is getting the fee out of the way. Whatever it is that's that's keeping you from taking that first step. I'm just saying today, that first step may be a baby step, maybe a very, very small baby step, but take that first step. Because every time you take a step, the more you, you decrease fear. Every step you take, that fear becomes smaller. So start taking the step, small step, start taking the step. But regardless, start doing something with the purpose that God has given you. He's given to you for purpose. And you have to start doing that purpose. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you right now for being a gracious, wonderful God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you, Father God, for this season, this opportunity to share with whoever that there may be listening, who may have heard us today, who may have something, desire, passion in their heart that they want to do. We pray right now that, God, you give them the strength to move forward and do that that you have had for them to do. We give your name the praise because you're worth of all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.